What up? What up? What what was with that face? <laughs> Cause you, you were making faces back at me, I was making faces back at you. You went you were all like mm, and I was like mm, like that. <laughs> okay, my con- my connect my connection's all lame because you were just like frozen and fast forwarded and I didn't catch any of that. Super. <laughs> There's really not a lot to say. Can you hear me fine? I can hear you fine, but um, yeah, no. At the beginning, I was it was just said it was connecting, so I was just waiting, and I was waiting for your picture to pop up. I guess that's why I was making funny faces, which made you made funny face by proxy. Then, we were goofy facing each other, which just made it all hell break loose. Apparently, dogs and cats living together. Man. Our pets' heads are falling off. <laughs> uh. <laughs> How you is? How you is? Uh, uh, I'm all right. How's you? Uh, I'm fine. I'm fine. Um, you know, um, busy week, but you know, other than that, good. So I quit my local radio gig today. Wait, what? Why? Because I noticed in my bank account. I got a check from them, and it was for $40. So that's for two weeks. Forty dollars <laughs> for two weeks? Yeah, I mean, I knew they weren't paying me very much. I thought it was like I thought it was like 12 bucks an hour, but it's like I, I'm not there very long, really. But by the time it takes for me to drive out there and everything and back, it's about three, four hours total. And when I break it down that I'm only getting 20 bucks every time I go out there, it's kind of like the eBay thing's popping off, and that time that I spend driving out there on a weekday could be spent making, I think, better money doing eBay stuff. It's not like the San Luis Vispa radio stuff. I could just do it at night, at the end of the night, you know, go sure. to my room, flip a switch. Yeah. Be cool. But, like, eBay stuff during the day, it's like I take a lot of photos during the day because I use the natural light. So I do all my photos during the day or I'll do my sourcing when I go out to thrift stores, which we started doing this week. Um, and, you know, looking for stuff and things like that. And usually I want to list things on Thursdays and Fridays and get them up for the weekend. Okay. So anyway, the radio gig going out there just kind of took a chunk of that time towards the end of the week. It was more valuable for eBay stuff. And so you know, after talking about my husband and realizing I'm only making like 20 bucks a week, we, you know, that's after taxes and crap, but still that what like five, five bucks an hour. It's just not worth my time right now. No, so, man, that's not worth your time ever. Yeah. And the reason he brought me in was because he wanted me to cover live shifts for him. And I haven't been available to him lately to do it. Like the other day he's like, Hey, can you do one at 10? It's like, Nah, man, I told you I got a daily conference call every weekday from ten, 9 to 10. It's like, yeah. I can't do the 10, so I can't do the 10 to 3 shift for him. And honestly, the thought of driving out there is not appealing. <laughs> so anyway, I just figured I, 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 I'm, I'm going to concentrate on what's making better money right now. And sure. then maybe, you know, when we're, when we're doing better money-wise, then I can ha- do the stuff that's just fun, you know? So, so how do you take the news? He was a little surprised, but I just told him via text because I think, yeah. Yeah, you're like, um, my check came in, and uh, I could make more money at In-N-Out. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, is the shift that he threw me on the weekend mornings, he didn't have anybody there anyway. He normally didn't have anybody there. 
he just threw me on there to get my, you know, to, to fill out the station and stuff like that. But he mostly wanted me to cover the live stuff, which, like I said, the last time he hit me up for a shift, it's like, ooh, I got tickets to the Dodger game that day, and we got to be there early so I get the bobblehead. So that'd be a no, a no for me, uh. you know? So, like I said, I just haven't been available to him. Anyway, so I'm just like, it's just not worth my time. I, like I said, I'd just rather spend the time looking for stuff to sell on eBay. Yeah. I hear you. So, Oh well. Anyway, yeah, super. Like today, like almost like all day long. From the moment I woke up this morning, I've been doing eBay stuff all day long. Damn. Till about six o'clock tonight, when I finally like, I wanted to get stuff listed, so I had to, like I said, I used the daylight to take pictures of everything, uh-huh. and it was all clothes. Then I had to measure everything, then take the measurements of the clothes, so I could put put that in the descriptions. Then I have to package everything up, so I could weigh it. Then I have to um, go on eBay and look for all the comps, see what I'm going to price everything at. Then I'm going to do my listings all day long, and I got 15 things listed. Damn. Which is a pretty good chunk. That's a but lot. But it's like. Yeah. That's a lot that's of shit. A, that's a lot of shit it takes during the day. Like tomorrow, the stuff I have left, I'm going to do tomorrow is a bunch of DVDs and like albums and stuff. So I don't have to do measurements and things like that. And sometimes what I'll do during the day is I just take pictures all day long. So a lot of this stuff already has the pictures taken. So I just have to put do the packaging and, and stuff. The packaging and the posting and stuff tomorrow. Gotcha. So, Damn, that, anyway. that, that shit is a full-time job, man. Yeah, but it's it, I'm doing pretty well right now. That's good. We'll talk about that later in the official eBay yeah, let, segment let, of the show. Let's not do spoilers. What? How's your week been then? Um, you know, pretty standard, pretty busy, you know, same old shit. We had a, we had a, um, uh, a friend of, of, of the wife's come over, um, with her husband and their son and they, they play in the pool for a little bit and, um, we, we made was during the week. Yeah. We don't usually like tend to like have people over during the week, but we haven't seen them in a while and you know, it was, it was cool to have them over and stuff. So yeah, it was fun. Made some, uh, so, so. But, uh, some weeks ago, the dude at Trader Joe's told my wife that if you take their limeade, um, their limeade juice and 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 pour that shit with tequila, it's a pretty decent fucking margarita without you know the sweetness and all that other shit. So we're like, huh? Challenge accepted. <laughs> so she brought that shit home. We mixed it, and we're like, okay, there's no other way to drink this. <laughs> <laughs> really it's really fucking good so nice. yeah it's the limeade from trader joe's and the white tequila from trader joe's we mix that limeade, shit up. is that the frozen nah thing? man it's just like a juice it's oh, just like a juice okay, like a juice um and it's delicious so i made some of those for them and they were like holy shit this is good i'm like i know nice so that's my jam now so yeah we're just um we're doing that we're prepping for the weekend um what you got going on this uh, weekend? Oh man, it's gonna be busy for me this weekend. Um, so the the wife and and little home slice are are headed to Orange County, and I'm gonna build little home slice's birthday gift, um, which is like this like playhouse that we got at like Costco and shit. That's like dope. Nice. Made out like of like outdoor, indoor. No, nah, outdoor. Okay. Um, and you know it's made out of like real wood and it smells. Oh, really like a good. big old thing you gotta put. It's in, like, decent a size, dude. Shit, like all that shit, like a like a clubhouse and shit. Yeah, man. 
It's, okay. it's pretty fresh. At first fresh. I was thinking like a little plastic kind of playhouse and just pop out of the box. Nah, no. man. This ain't, there's nothing plastic about this shit, man. Like, it's all wood and shit. Like, Are you doing it yourself? Nah. So, so I, funny enough, listener Jen is coming to help me on Saturday, so. Nice. Yeah, listener Jen's going to come over. We're going we're gonna to do that. And, um, yeah, so she's going she's gonna to help a brother out. Um, but, yeah, so I got that going on. I might have to do some yard work kind of prepping and stuff um because you know the the front yard and the and you know it's like we live on the street where like people got gardeners and shit and Mm -hmm. their houses look nice and i'm like oh that that looks nice but like the only gardener we have is me so Uh, so it's when i feel like it or when i'm it's not hot as balls outside or you know see that's included in our rent we got a gardener too this dude included the pool guy which by the way he's doing Mm. a shoddy job um But but no, we don't have a. I mean, because in the front it's not that much. But the problem is that we got that big ass tree out front, and it just mm. sheds all these pine needles and pine cones, and Daddy be tripping, and <laughs> and uh, so it makes a mess. So like, especially if the winds kick up. So I, you know, I got to do some of that stuff. Um, so it's mostly yard just work. Like, yeah, man, it, it's mostly. Oh, so, you I, know, nice I gotta, little Saturday. Maybe I got to put on my. Uh, have some coffee, do some yard work. Yeah. Check the Home Depot, maybe Bed Bath Beyond. Yeah, I know how it sounds. <laughs> I know. But I'm not trying to pay somebody to do something I can do. Because I am. I hear brown. you. I don't have <laughs> shit going on. I don't think I have shit planned for the weekend, which is fabulous. That's um, nice. I do have a yeah. I have a dinner date with my mom tomorrow night. We're gonna go eat at the Canyon Lake Country Club for the evening. So 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 your mom is back. From her trip? She's back. She's back. Yeah, she had a good time, except that um, she called me, like, on Saturday or Friday or something, and she was coming back on Sunday, and she goes, oh, we misread the itinerary, and I guess we could have come home Saturday, but they thought we were, they were done on Saturday and came home Sunday. Anyway, so, but coming home Sunday, they ended up, they flew into LAX, but then they get a connection to, like, she either flies out of like Ontario or San Diego. She don't fox with LAX. She just does yeah, not. Yeah, no, that's She's smart. Like, <clears throat> and but their connection, um, they because they had to come in internationally and go through, um, what is it? Customs. Yes, they missed their their connection flight. Eesh. So yeah, she called. She goes, but there's another one, but they got to wait like two hours or something uh, like that. But I'm like, Dan, you could have been in San Diego by then. <laughs> yeah, you could have you could have just driven and shit, and you would have been like, All maybe right, it was I'm only here. an hour or whatever, but um, still, it was later. But right, she, and then every time she does stuff like that, she just comes back. She goes, "I'm never flying again." It's like, okay, we'll now, wait till now. We'll, we'll wait till you <laughs> forget about this Dory the fish. We'll for, <laughs> you'll forget, and you'll want to fly again. So yeah, so uh, she came and got her dog. Nice, and then uh, yeah, and then she came over the next night for dinner because we have a standing Tuesday night dinner date. Very nice. And then and then yeah, her and I are gonna go eat where husband works tomorrow. So nice. That's our lovely little weekend plans. That's fabulous. Isn't it, though? It's fabulous. You want to start this show? Let's do it. Aye. Uno, two, tres, four. Yo, it's the Goody Squad. People, party people, party people. Get your get your groove on. Uh.
Potter uh, people. R e s p e c t. Uh, I'll break uh, it on down. Uh, 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 you make me uh, feel. Uh, 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 uh. Um, Chiba and Mr. X here for Goody Squad. Boy, boy, boy. Episode twenty-eight. No, I think we're twenty-nine. <gasps> Okay, I wasn't sure. Not, neither one of us is good at math, but I'm pretty sure this might be 29. I think 28 does sound a little familiar. Yes, so. yes. It's very memento. All right, we'll go with it. And if we're wrong, so, then fuck it. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Um, sadly, we're going to start off our news this week with a couple of RIPs. Yeah, man. Let's give... Let's give um, uh, Seniority to I think the sorry the bigger of the two but uh, Miss Aretha Franklin the queen queen of soul we uh, died at the age of eighty six today no ninety two what was she no she wasn't that old eighty six let me let me let me do the Google machine because I'm having a brain farts hold on and I got the TMZs right here <laughs> when I said eighty six I was like oh wait or was that her weight because they said she was very thin Ugh. uh she's been fighting I think cancer over the last. Yeah, no, remember. A few years. I, so, so at the beginning, beginning of the week, I sent you some, an article that she was close 76. to. 76. She was only 76. Yeah, 76. Yeah, that sounds. So, yeah. Yes. I, I sent she you was gravely ill. They, Her doctors actually thought, they told her family, Monday, Monday, today is going to be the day, Monday. Jeez. She hung out for the week, I guess, or most of it. Yeah, that's a bummer still, though, man. Like, that's not the kind of shit you want to hear, like, oh, your loved one's going to be kicking the button bucket. Well, any, that any, wasn't any... a surprise to them. She'd been no, sick for it, the last but it's, couple it's, years. But it's not about know? the surprise. It's about, like, look, man, it still fucking sucks. Like, that's not good news. That's not like, <laughs> hey, you know, this fucking sandwich is on me, or, you know, here's a Shasta. I mean, that's, that's not... That's true. None of this is good the, news. The sandwich part would be much better news. Yeah. I, mean, I did not know she was the first woman inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah, man. That's dope as shit. Fucking got some, you know, some dope-ass songs, man. So if you don't know nothing about that, look it up on that Spotify. And uh, just even just do the, look, just do the top five songs. You know how they give you the top five of that person? Like, that's fucking... Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's got a fucking bunch of hits right there. Fucking start with R-E-S-P-E-C-T and work your way back up and shit. I think, uh... I'll go watch some uh, Blues Brothers in tribute. Yep. There's another one. And another she one. She was looking fine as hell on that, too, back in the day. Well, that was a good year, man. That was, what, like, 87? I, I feel somewhere like. somewhere there. I feel like, I feel like. Yeah, man, it's, um. you know, it. we haven't lost anybody significant music in a while, I feel. I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that this is the, the most significant one. I feel the same. Yeah, you know, like that that's a big hit, you know. Um you know, and I know kids might not know, you know, they might know the name, but they don't know nothing about that discology, but you know, look it up, man. It's there's some music there and there's a history there and you know, be, you know, making music back in the day as a as a as a black woman was probably not that easy, so you know, big ups to her to fucking They said she started in the sixties when segregation yep. was really going on. Yep. And uh she of course she started like in her father's like, you know, gospel choir. Yep. Yeah, listen to that shit, man. Uh, I used to feel so uninspired. Mm-hmm. And when I knew I had to face another day. 
good shit. Uh. <laughs> I'm like, this kind of shit that I'll just like sing around my house, like by myself, walk around the whole house singing. You make me feel. You know, it's 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 those it's that kind of song that like transcends, you know. Like I'm sure, like that song has been in movies, it's been in, in commercials, it's been in like, you know, it just kind of creates its own life after a while, you know. And at the end of the day, like that was her, you know. Here's another one. Oh, yes. Yeah, man. So that's 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 a big one, man. That's a real big one. The other RIP this week, also big, but in a smaller pond, perhaps. Well, I mean, still look, it's still it's still a um, a time in, in 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 professional wrestling that was, you know, still looked at with rose colored glasses. You know. Oh, um, this is true. So, so I mean, you know, I always gauge things, and not that I look at TMZ, I mostly get these stories from you from TMZ, but the fact that, like, they cover something like this, like, you know, it's significant, you know, and, and, and especially when it's coming out of, out of the blue. So, you know, uh, Jim, the Anvil, Jim the Anvil Nightheart, who was part of the Hart Foundation in the 80s with uh, Brett the Hitman Hart, passed away, um, I believe, early Monday morning from a fall. Um, where yeah, he, where he hit his head, and, and you know his wife is, uh, you know, assuming that he might have had a seizure and went before he fell and, and hit his head. But you know, was not very old, and you know, had been seen recently um, with his daughter uh, Natty Nightheart on uh, Total Divas. If anybody watches that, um, I was gonna say I, I never watched that show regularly. I tried to. I came in and out. I did see him on that show. I I enjoyed their relationship. He didn't seem sick or anything no nope. i mean was he in totally good health i mean he didn't look you, you know, know he had had his, but. he had had his challenges with with substance abuse and that sort of thing over the years but you know i mean it seemed like his um it it seems like he was in a good place and you know and 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 every time i'd see pictures of him and his daughter on the internets you know he seemed um he seemed good so yeah it's kind of um i don't know it's kind of a shocker and kind of a bummer to to lose, yeah, you know, it's always a bummer and a shocker when you lose someone who, you know, you spent your your childhood kind of like looking at and stuff. And honestly, I mean, for for people, you know, like I don't expect people to understand this because you know wrestling's kind of a niche kind of thing sometimes. But you know, this guy was part of a really solid tag team, and you know, tag teams are you know nowadays are kind of taken for granted. But in his heyday, like they they made some beautiful matches, and. Um, 
you know, and it, it, it takes two to tangle in a one-on-one match, and it takes even more when it's a, you know, two-on-two, and, um, and, you know, he never, he never, I, I don't feel he ever got past that part, because, you know, he did have the substance abuse, and he was kind of in and out of the company, but, you know, regardless, it's still a very noticeable name, a very noticeable face um, in wrestling. So, True. Yeah, so rest in peace, Jim the Anvil Neidhart. And that's sad. Um, I mean, that one was unexpected. You know, like I said, I, I guess he hadn't been sick, and he yeah. was only 63. Yeah. So um, passed away Monday from a fall. Very sad. Yeah. Bummer, man. And other wrestling news you sent me this week. Oh, this is it. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> this was a doozy of a story. To another. Yeah, this was a doozy of a story, and I'm like, I don't feel like this is the kind of story I would touch on the other show, but I would definitely touch on this show. And when I'm talking about touching, no pun intended, <laughs> or maybe pun intended. So there is this professional wrestler who's pretty well known. Um, you know, uh, he's been around for quite a bit of time. He's he's actually the son of. Um, uh, uh, Bob Orton Jr. Um, from the 80s who would have been very prevalent with Roddy Roddy Piper, Randy Orton. and Randy. Yeah, Orton, I'm, I'm actually more familiar with Randy Orton. Yeah, that. and Randy Orton's been around for, you know, good-looking guy, you know, covered in tattoos, um, you know, mostly on his arms and his shoulders. Um, like I said, been around for a long time, um, has good lineage, you know, is, is a decent performer. You know, he's more of my cup of tea when he wrestles smaller guys, but whatever. Um... Uh, a story kind of surfaced recently where, you know, I, there's there's this kind of like weird underlining thing, and I don't think I don't know if it happens as much nowadays as it used to, but there was, you know, where people be pray, you know, playing jokes on each other and ribbing each other and that sort of thing. So this dude's quote unquote like jam was pulling his cash and prizes out and and touching himself and then making the new writers who would come on you know onto the show shake his hand. So they would no. be shaking fucking dick hands, basically, is what they would be shaking. You like know, no, ball sweat and shit. Yeah, ball sweat. You know, like no different than oh. like if like From a dude. cheese and shit. Yeah, you know, and it's like oh. hey, nobody, nobody needs to be, you know, wiping, you know, like shaking your dick nah. hands. I had a problem with cooties and germs anyway as I get older for some reason. It's like I barely want to touch anybody anyway just because that shit right there. Look, man, when you work in, a, in an office setting and and – Sometimes you got to take care of a business in the bathroom and you're just sitting there and you hear dudes come in, take care of their business and walk out without washing their hands. Like I got a big issue with that shit, man. Just like it, <laughs> it, it doesn't take like all but the happy birthday song to wash your fucking hands. Dude. <laughs> You've been learning that shit since you were a fucking kid. Do the happy birthday song with some soap. And, and like even my daughter's got a fucking wash your hands song and shit. Top and bottom, top and bottom and shit. Like wash your fucking hands, and this and this fucking goofball. And I've heard I've heard these stories before, and I've heard other stories where he wants fucking shit in someone's bag. So this dude likes to fucking think he's hilarious, you know. And and so they're looking into it, but at the end of the day, I mean, he was on the show on Tuesday. I don't think they're gonna do shit to this guy. This 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 was a story that surfaced from a podcast that was like you know had aired like years ago. So, mm. you know, they said they're investigating, but at the end of the day, I don't think nothing's coming from this shit. It, it's almost it's like they got to just go around and be like, all right, look, we're not going to take shit anymore. We're not, no fucking around, no, none, none anymore, nothing, nothing. Look, look, at Line, the, no lines can be crossed. At the end know? of the day, I mean, this is a, a publicly traded company now. And, truth. I mean, they fired people over the stupidest shit 
because they got to answer to fucking shareholders now. So the fact that this story kind of has surfaced is, you know, not good. But you know, I mean, I I can't tell if he's if he's still doing this shit or not. I'm not a fucking I'm not there, right? Um, I know the dudes like had kids and shit and maybe calmed the fuck down a little bit, but. At the end of the day, yeah, you probably shouldn't have been doing dick hands to everybody. <laughs> doing, doing fucking... Yeah! Doing Edward dick hands. <laughs> Dumbass. Yeah. Uh, speaking of dick hands, so Paris is trying this new system with these, what, open-air outdoor urinals? So I, It looks I, like somebody's... It looks like you're pissing in a trash can. Yeah, so basically, it looks like they're having... You know what annoys me about outdoor urinals? Is nobody needs they're, to see that shit? Besides that, they're only for men. Only men can use them. Yeah, that's true. That's, that's fucking ridiculous. Spending well, all kinds of money on shit that just, like, less than half the population can use. Well, Fuck let's off. Be honest. If there's anybody who's fucking ridiculous, it's dudes anyway, but... Yeah, so these things are strewn across France right now. And I guess what they're trying to do is they're trying to curb the fact that, like, there's a lot of public urination issues there. So they got these, like, planner things where you just kind of, like, I don't know, <laughs> press yourself up against it and fucking... It's a, it's a planner. That's kind of brilliant. Yeah, and, and kind of pull... a bunch of plants around smelling like piss. Right. You pull out your diddlywinks and you fucking... You take a piss. The funny thing is, is that the picture in the article is literally this fucking one fucking, like, piss station that overlooks, like, this, like... This river where this boat's passing by. So here are these like oh, tourists like, my God. oh, this is fabulous. This is fabulous. And there's fucking Francois taking a fucking piss. <laughs> oh. Window, Paris. Good les idea. Poisson. Le poisson. <laughs> yeah. Put your dick away, le poisson. Yeah, nobody wants that. No, thanks. Dumb. Dumb. Dumb Paris. Look, people. man, I dumb, understand that there's fucking. Dumb French. Dumb French. Like, I understand there's pee-pee problems all over the place and homeless problems and shit. But, look, man, there's there's other ways than putting a fucking dick planner on <laughs> 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 the middle of the street for you to fucking water this fucking, this fucking, like, giz, you know, fucking plant and shit. I love it. So, okay, I've saved my favorite piece of news of the week for last. Okay. <laughs> Fucking Omarosa. I don't even know what her last name is. She just Omarosa. Yeah. Uh, sure. Got shit canned from the White House a few months ago. Went yep. on Big Brother, spilling all kinds of tea. And then, of course, now she's putting a book out. And I'm pretty sure it came out this week. Well, along with her book dropping this week, she keeps dropping a lot of private recorded conversations, including Oops. the one of when she was fired by General John Kelly in the White House. Yeah. She claimed... She claimed... Oh, Trump claimed he didn't know he was... He was. She was getting fired, oh, but her tapes kind of proved otherwise. Yeah, that tape of him, like, really? I had no idea. I don't have any control over that. What am I? You know, it's like, dude, come on, man. Right. Um, trying to save so face. So basically, all week long, she's just been dropping these bombs. And then somebody will go, I didn't say that. And then, bam, there's a tape of them saying that. Well, we'll hold up. Wait a minute. <laughs> he was talking about how during the campaign, Trump's campaign in 2016, there was discussion on the campaign trail about the fact that there might be this tape out there of Trump dropping the N-word during an apprentice filming. Oh, my God. And she said, 
there's knowledge that people have knowledge of this tape. So-and-so has knowledge of this tape. So-and-so came out and says, I don't know what she's talking about. And then she went, bam, here's a recording of her and so-and-so talking about this tape. And then bitch comes out and goes, oh, well, I just told her that. I just told Omarosa that to um, appease her, just to make her happy. Whatever, yeah. bitch, you want tape. <laughs> I, I want to hear this tape. I want to I wanna, I wanna hear this piece of shit use that word to see if we can start fucking our... Our, our proceedings already to get this motherfucker out. Well, there. So, have you heard of this show? Tom Arnold's doing this new show on Vice again. Vice Channel, one of my favorite channels. Right? Pl- plug. It's called. It's called like Tom Arnold searches for the Trump tapes, and he's searching for tapes like this because he was on The Apprentice. He was actually friends with Trump for a long time. You really? Know? He's buddies with Schwarzenegger and those guys. Uh, it's yeah. hot. And so he knows his shit's out there because he's heard him talk like this. So there's this show called Arnold, uh, Tom Arnold. I'm like, okay, uh, yeah, I don't, whatever, Tom Arnold. I'm not sure about your investigation skills. Uh, I think you're just trying to get a show out of it. Yeah. Because like I said, he w- I think he was kind of close to him, which is why the only reason he's getting this show. But yeah, so anyway, he's going out searching for these tapes. So, so is yeah, he like searching funny. in like the deserts of Burma or some shit? Like right? where, where are these mysterious tapes? So the last tape that Omarosa dropped this week was a tape of one of Trump's daughter-in-laws, okay? He's got two sons, and one of them just got divorced, so it's the other one. I don't remember. The, uh, the uglier one. They're both pretty ugly. <laughs> it's a tape of, uh, oh, it's Eric Trump's wife, Laura Trump, basically offering uh, Omarosa some hush money after she got fired of about 180 Gs, which is what she was making like at her White House job. Shit, man. But the wife said, should we hear it? Do you want me to just play it? Yeah, man, play that. Okay, real quick, the wife's on the phone and Omarosa's voice is the one that you're hearing live. So basically she said, well, there's the New York Times article and that out there. So basically if we have you back on the campaign, you know, we're going to have to, we can't have that out there. We're going to have to nip that in the bud. Like, you're going to need to shut the fuck up. Also just seems to edit it herself out.
Jesus Christ. Man. So I read an article saying that basically the White House is, is scrambling at this moment because now they're going, well, if she's been taping conversations, and she's been taping conversations left and right. Apparently she had some, like, one of those, like, pens that were, like, secret recorders or something like that. They're like, who else is recording conversations around there, too? Yeah, way, way, to, way to, like, keep security up in the White House, you guys. Right. Good job. Where's the so, fucking metal detectors? Hilarious. So I would also like to side note that the um, a couple of representatives in the black community have spoken out and said even though Omarosa is doing shit like this, her um, black card is still revoked just because she was supporting Trump in the first place. Like Sherry Shepard was talking shit and somebody else, like one of the Wayans brothers or something like that. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, th- this doesn't this doesn't like bring you back into the fold of like cool people, man. Like. Nah. You, you still, like, work for that dude. You still did, like, his fucking, like, television shows. Um, he basically made her. He, he He's yep. the reason why we we know that. Well, and, and let's not forget, I mean, not that I'm fucking siding with fucking Cheeto Head or nothing. I mean, but, I mean, last I heard, like, you needed to tell a motherfucker that you were recording a conversation. Um, <laughs> well, I think well, this is, might it, be a it, smidge against the law, but, well, like, regardless... I guess Trump used to do it all the time to people too, which is why you know have half these people that work for him do it as well. Mostly have these people, supposedly most people around him do it just to cover their own asses because he fucking changes his mind so goddamn often. Or lies. But, um, um, yeah, and then uh, so you know the whole time he's sitting there blabbing about you know that Obama was having him taped. Like, nah, you the one taping everybody, and everybody taping you. Damn, man, this is. When does the hurting stop? When can we finally put this shit to bed? I don't know. It's hilarious. We can put the um, news segment of our program to bed, though. Look at that. Nice segue. Yeah. (laughs) Movie news. Oh, no. TV news. We're into TV news. TV. You sent me a couple stories this week. Yeah. One of a a live-action Star Wars. What's that? So, So there's been a couple of live-action Star Wars shows kind of like teased a little bit. One of which is coming to their streaming service, right? So Disney's? Yeah. Oh. And, and, and you know who's attached to that is John Favreau. Oh, I like him. Yeah. Mr. Mr. Wait, hold on. Mr. Iron Man. Yeah. He's, he's, yep. He's, he's, he's the one series. who started the fucking whole cinematic universe franchise. So, yeah. Um, yeah. God, he came from fucking... What was the name of that movie? Swingers. Swingers, man. Your money, baby. Your money you're so money you don't even know it the fucking mr marvel universe yeah. oh i know he's did he did the um lion king live action disney one yep uh, and, wait he did the jungle book and he's doing the lion king yeah so okay so so now he's doing a he's gonna be part of this live action star wars yeah sure. and, and and i'm trying to i'm trying to look for the article but um yeah i think they they kind of um said like what period it is between and i think where is this thing? Do you have it? I got it. Yeah. You got it. La 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 la. Dun, 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 dun. News about upcoming live action Star Wars series that we've been buzzing about. Yeah. Firstly, John Favreau is set to spearhead the project. There's a lot in this article. Uh, Can't they just make that part big and prominent? Yeah, right. Oh, man. Well, this guy... I mean, look, dude. This, this guy... Yeah, what, what, what do you know? This guy's the right guy for the... 
um, this guy's the right guy for the for the project because um, you know he's done a solid bang up job, and uh, I think if, if they're trying to uh, bring more people into this you know mysterious you know Disney streaming service you know it, it it's oh, okay things... it says he's gonna he's gonna explore Mandalore that's, that's it Bo- Boba Fett's world right yes that's where he's from okay. yes that's what it was I kept thinking Tatooine but I think that was like. Ryan Johnson, the guy who did um, the Last Jedi, I think his his newish trilogy is supposed I did to be hear Tatooine. That. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Mandalore. We which you know we've seen some Mandalore in um, in the um, Star Wars Rebels cartoon, which was pretty good. You should watch that shit. Um, <laughs> it, so it's going to take a few years, place a few years after Jedi. Yes. Return, return so, of the so Jedi. So still Sorry. kind of... Well, I guess we have to be specific these days now. There's two Jedis now. Yeah. Return of... Or the last... Uh... But, um, yeah, it's 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 going to be good. I, I'm enjoying it. Apparently, like, they got a big-ass budget, and you know, it's going to be a very expensive show to shoot, but fuck it, I'm in it. Cool. Yeah, man. All right, I, I can... I can... Fox with that. Yeah. That sounds good. Also in TV news, oh, there's talk of a Designing Women reboot. Reboot! Um, it'll be interesting what they do because we've lost a couple original members of that cast. One oh, really? The fabulous, the fabulous Dixie Carter. Did you, was, so did you watch this show? I did watch this show. My mom and I watched this show. It was a great all-female show, you know. Okay. Um, Dixie Carter was the head, it was her company. She was a design company in Atlanta. Um, her sister was Delta Burke. She was, uh, well, I would say the comic relief, but they all were. She was, a, I don't know if she actually worked for them or not because she was supposedly rich half the time, so she didn't really need the money. I think she just kind of floated around. And then two other women that worked for her were Jean Smart and Annie Potts. And Annie Potts we love from... The she was a secretary in Ghostbusters, and she was also um, right. in Pretty in Pink. She was Andy's girlfriend at the record store. Yeah, she's great right. too. I mean, this, she's she got to be a lot funnier on on uh, Designing Women a lot more. Does does this show seem timely at this point? They could do it, but it would have to be like the next generation or a whole new generation. They can't. I mean, I mean like, that's not even lost. next generation. That's like three generations at this point isn't it or just do it like a i mean uh, a, a, the setting you could just do it in the in a setting you know and yeah. have it be all new who knows i mean it's just kind of everybody's grasping at the reboot it's like whatever it's not, it almost doesn't even surprise me anymore which one you hear like next thing you know they're gonna fucking resurrect fred sanford from the dead and bring back sanford and son uh, and sons and sons yeah so, yeah, I'm. I'm, well, I'm kinda, I did. Li- I did like the show, but I don't think we need a rehash, though. Do you? Nah, it probably won't last long. It'll be on the WB or something like that. <laughs> hey, WB, WB has, has has a lot of hits, man. Come on. <laughs> hey, really quick. Oh wait, we're segueing out of TV now. Wait a minute. Let's see. Unless you want to talk to me about anything. Um, didn't really watch a lot of TV. I still haven't watched that Netflix show, Marching Orders, that I wanted to watch. But listener Susie, um, she sent me. She was a picture. She was watching it. She said it wasn't that great, but we're still gonna watch it. Okay. We started watching Orange. Still haven't watched it since last week. I haven't gotten it. We we're gonna watch some tonight, but it got too late. Um, yeah. How's how's your dance world going, dude? We were watching like these shows are so fucking long. 
we only it's because we had people over. We only got to watch a few minutes, but we watched uh, uh, world, a little bit of World of Dance tonight, and um, this little homegirl from fucking she is Puerto Rican doing a uh, flamenco man. Like she is fucking owning that shit. Like nice. I, I fucking love that show. Like to me, like, and I think I've said it before. Like this one, this one, I I, I prefer this one over. Um, so you think so you think you can dance nowadays because so you think you can dance is kind of like them getting their polish where like world of dance is like the olympics of dancing so everybody you have said that yeah so they get their they got their polish so these fucking dancers are coming legit um i forgot i did watch bachelor paradise it's on twice a week that's fabulous it's on mondays and tuesday nights but it's only on for like five weeks i think it's like oh man Uh, so they that's that's why they give it two episodes a week. They cram it all in. So this week was great. Um, people what? were crying. It was fabulous. Are these like hour episodes? No, nah, they're like an hour and 20 minutes. <laughs> okay, oh. well, I think they're two hours on TV, but when I watch them without the commercials, you know, it's like an hour and 20. Oh, okay. So I think it's two hours when they show them. Yeah, I think they're two hours when they show them live. So... That triangle, that threesome, that that tri- love triangle last week. You know the girl who was like waiting for the guy to show up, and he didn't show up, so she went on the other date with the other dude, and then next day the guy she was waiting for shows up. Yep. She goes on a date with him. He tells her he wants to see where things go with her and see if anything can go on with anybody. But Dillard's, you know, he didn't tell her. Oh, I want to explore other options too. So they come back, and all the other guys are like, "Well, that's fucked up. What are you doing, with this girl? You keeping her stranded? You know, on a string?" And he's like, "Um." I'm cutting the story short. He said he wants to explore his options. So at the rose ceremony that night, they didn't think anyone was going to give him a rose because the homegirl that liked him said, hey, look, she went out to talk with him that night and said, look, I need somebody who knows what they want, and I'm not going to sit around and wait for you to figure it out. So I'm not going to give you my rose tonight. I'm going to give it to that other guy I went out with. Damn. Right. So Everybody thought he was going to go home because none of the other girls were interested because everybody knows this other chick liked him. So all of a sudden, last minute, some girl that like didn't really hook up with anybody is like, mm, I'm going to give home you know, the virgin my rose just to see. He goes, you deserve a chance to find love. And so now the other girl's like, fucking great. So I got to like try and see if I wanted to hang out with this new guy with like my old guy still hanging out <laughs> trying to date people. Whoops. Yeah. So that was annoying. So then like the next night, um, it's already been great because it's already been the first night. So people try and couple up really quick because I need to get a rose from you tonight, you know? So, okay, cool. Yeah, we're, we're cool. You can give me a rose, right? Then the next day they throw new people into the mix. And this one couple that was hanging out, this new girl walked in and the guy's like, Oh, she's fucking hot. And she asked him out on a date and he's like, okay, sure. Just bounced and went, didn't even say like, Hey girl, I've been hanging out with her the last two days. Um, I'm going to go on this date. Is that cool? He just went, Oops. he's a douchebag anyway. They were, like, fucking making out the whole time on their date. So he came back and basically told the other girl, I had a really good time on my date, so I'm going to kind of pursue things with her, so I'm not going to give you my rose tonight, because then it was the guys giving out their roses the next night. Damn. So then they, you know, they throw in more girls in the mix, and then less guys, you know what I mean? So yeah. two girls will go home. So then, back to the original love triangle, so homegirl decides she's going to take chance on this new guy, New guy later on that night decides he's gonna mac with this blonde over here and throws this dumbass line on her like I've never kissed a blonde before. Will you be my first? Jeez. So then the next night, the next morning, douchebag virgin had to go run and tell the girl, Oh, guess what? Your date guy was kissing this homegirl last night. 
So now we don't know what's up. Gossip much. After two fucking episodes, two out, two four hours. <laughs> that's what happened. The, the the scary thing is that at some point, these people have to go back to their lives. <laughs> Whatever the fuck that is. They kind of don't. It's almost like once they start doing this Bachelor stuff, they get sucked into what's called this Bachelor Nation. And they just live in this little bubble and keep dating each other. They live in like a dating bubble? Kind of. Oh, gross. Like, (laughs) jeez. They'll just come back next season to Bachelor in Paradise and then try it all again and date new people. So, oh, Yeah, it's like, get out into the real world. (laughs) Like, dating is fucking awful. And to like to date for your living is 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 god damn, I'd rather fucking cut my nuts off. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I don't that, wanna that's pretty drastic, Nick. I know I know I know how you feel about it. Date for a oh can you imagine like think about it. Can you imagine at at, at our age just going back in the pool and fucking having a date? Oh these these people are our age, they're all in their No, place. but I'm 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 saying like picture that for a second. No, that's ugly. Yeah, nobody that's wants awful. To, nobody wants to picture that. Yeah, see? Nobody wants to do that. And these motherfuckers, <laughs> young or not, are, are still doing it for like... Oh, but yeah, they're, they're all hot and beautiful. It's fine. That still don't fucking matter. Like, you still have to fucking... Bouncing. Look, putting up with somebody's shit is a fucking full-time job, and you're trying to tell me that, like, you're trying to put up with multiple people's shit? Like, that's... God damn it. <laughs> Makes me angry. For a check and... They're wait. They're getting the fat check, and they're on a Mexican beach resort the whole time. Uh, it ain't a, horrible. Yeah, it could be worse. Know. I don't they know. They could have I... them dating in like Salt Lake City or something. I don't know, man. That's a lot of herpes, man. I don't know. <laughs> oh damn! Wah, wah, wah. Let's talk about a little bit of music news. All right, let's hit it. You sent me this funny exchange this week of between Lionel Richie and his daughter, Nicole Richie, <laughs> where they were just dragging the shit out of each other on social media. On oh, the Insta. man. I, I, dude, I love me some fucking Lionel Richie. Like, Lionel Richie is my jam, and I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Like, especially now that like we're watching like um, that season where he did, uh, he did American Idol now. You know, we're catching oh, up with that shit, you know, and it's like... Like, you know, just hearing Lionel Richie talk about music and shit, I'm like, oh, yes, please. You know, so, yeah. So Lionel Richie posted a picture on his Instagram of him on a plane and says, there is no elevator to success. You have to take the stairs. And his daughter, Nicole Richie, commented, or a private plane, bitch. (laughs) And then Lionel commented back to her, you're killing my vibe. You're killing my vibe. So being a fan of Lionel, how much do you know about Nicole? I mean, look, I'm not going to be fucking ridiculous and say I never saw that show with her and What's Her Nuts um, back in the day, because I did. Um, I know that she was a hot mess for a while, um, but, you know, I don't know what she's been up to in the last several years. I hope she's not a knucklehead like she used to be. She married one of the Madden brothers from Good Charlotte. Really? One of the twins. They have a couple of kids. She has her own clothing line out. She has actually been on TV twice since. I want to, can't remember the name of that show she did with Paris Hilton. Real life reality. I don't remember. But um, she had her own reality show for a minute on VH1. And she's actually very funny. She's really funny. But you could tell the shit on the show was kind of scripted and written. So. Mm. It was like, man. Well, then she got cast in an NBC show. We watched that, that show. She, 
Yeah, about a news channel or something like that. It's yeah. with that um, guy that's in all those movies. I can't remember his name either, though. He's fucking <laughs> hilarious. He's in, you know the guy I'm talking about? He's yeah. In all, like Best in Show and all those movies. Yeah, he's, he's in that universe. Yeah. Um, the Simple Life, that's what it was. Nice, nice pull. Um, yeah, so I think she got cast in that because she's kind of got some comedic chops. I mean, I followed her on Instagram and... Every once in a while, she'll post some videos of herself. She's she's funny, and I I admire her for that. Yeah, that that, that show we watch that show. You know, it's it's you know. I've actually never watched the NBC show. Yeah, it's it's funny, and you know, she's she plays kind of this like vapid kind of like news <laughs> personality. So um, she plays it well. God damn, yeah. the simple life. All right, do you remember what what the first year of that show was? What year that show came out? I'm going to guess and say, like, 97. Wow. Okay, you're closer than I, I, I would have thought. The first air date was 2003. Oh, I was off. What were you thinking it was? I was thinking it was, like, in the last, like, five, ten years. Oh, no, 15 years old? Yeah, man. Yeah, I, I was a little off. But, yeah, no, it's been, I mean, only because, probably because I... I don't really follow Paris Hilton, but I do follow Nicole Richie on social media, and I know that you know she's got kids, and she hasn't put them on social media a lot, which is good. But I know that she's come a long way, <laughs> and, and 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 some time has passed. Luckily, yeah. I wonder if her and Paris are still friends. Oh, <laughs> please be be friends still. You sent me an an article about ABBA songs. It was an article about. I did not know you were an ABBA fan. I, I'm, I'm a 70s child. Like, like, of course I am. All right, then. Come on, now. It was the Rolling Stone ranked the top 25 best ABBA songs. So give us the top five. Oh, shit. Of course they had to start with 25. <laughs> so I got to scroll uh, to the bottom I of don't, the I, list. Like, I know it's not like, I don't know. It's not it's it, it for the, for for people who post these kind of like things. I know you have to start at the bottom and work your way to the top, but sometimes I'm okay with you just giving me the top and let me work. Okay, my what way do down. you what are you gonna think number five is? Take a chance on me. We gotta wait for an ad. Hold on. Oh great! Now we're fucking plugging iPhones. No, we're not. Hold on. Okay, this is number five. Oh, yeah. Have you seen this movie? Um, we we showed it to the, the, the little home slice a couple weeks back, and she was like listening to ABBA songs for a, a couple weeks in the car. Yeah, that's, that's not bad to have to listen to for a couple weeks in the, in the car. Yeah. All right, number five was Mama Mia. They came out in 1975. All right, you going to take a stab at number four? Uh, take a chance on me. Oh, my God. I should just stop playing him here and just pull him up on fucking Spotify. <laughs> Sorry, hold on. I'm going to... Technical difficulties. La, 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 la. We weren't ready. Okay. Now I got to go find, like, a greatest tits album or something that's going to have everything on it. Did I say hits or tits? I, you said hits. I'll, okay, just I'll, I'll say tits. Jesus. Yes. Ha uh-huh. 
Oh god, let me see. Let me see if I can do this faster. Let's see. I should just type the song in. Yeah. Uh, 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 Except I just fat finger it all the time. Stupid phones. Oh my god! Shoot. Search! Oh my god, uh, I fucking I'm already hate on it. ABBA. Everybody's just over it now, huh? Yeah, but you don't know what the song is. No. But I know what their <laughs> but I know what their top five is. Yeah, but it's not on there. I just looked. The well, their you know, Spotify's top five of ABBA. But we're going on the list. What's the point in having the fucking Well Here. Here it is, I found it. Thing number four. have not heard of number three by name maybe if we play it i'll know what it is winner but... takes it all it's uh, the name of the game yeah i don't know if i would have gone with that one right Okay, here's number two. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Do you remember their names? <laughs> no. It's like they were Swedish, Frida. right? All blank oh, and shit. Like, it's like black. Like, I can't even find the number one song now. Well, let's just say it's... My dad listening to more ABBA than he's ever listened to in his life. Right he's now. hating life right now. I'm going to go with number one being fucking... I got it. You are correct, sir. 
There we go. Uh-huh. Yes, honey, yes. Here, I'll kill it there so Ron isn't dying right now. No, I'm going to have to play my favorite ABBA song now. Oh. There you go. Yep. Break it down. So this song came in at number nine. Uh, I would have gone higher with that one. I agree. That would have been in top five. Waterloo came in at ten. That would have, should have been higher. Fernando. Fernando. What? Come on, man. And that's probably about all you're going to get out of my ABBA knowledge. Oh, no, wait. There's one more. This is a good one. This one came in at number 16. Again, another flawed list. Rolling Stone, they just think they're a little just too uppity for themselves. They're, they're on some hipster Oh, come on. Shit. Gimme, gimme, gimme a man after midnight. Didn't come in until yeah. 20. Alright, I'm done. I'm done with this list. I'm not even reading the rest of your list, Rolling Stone. She's done with the list, but she is not done with uh -huh. these songs. Not done with Abba. You're welcome, everybody. That was all me this week. You're welcome. Yes, honey, I want to put on my roller skates, and I want to skate around to ABBA. Uh, That's what I want to do when I want to, when I hear ABBA. Uh, movie news? He sent me an article that Ruby, Ruby Rose has gotten off Twitter. Yet another celeb who can't handle some fucking criticism and jumping off Twitter. I have an idea. Don't get on fucking Twitter in the first place. Look, man. Hold on. Hold on. People are all over her because she's playing Catwoman? No, she's, she's not playing... she's Jewish or something? She's, she's playing Batwoman. Oh, yeah. Sorry. On the CW. It's part of the Arrowverse. And I thought it was cool. I thought, all right, fantastic. But look, man, fucking, I'm sorry, but people on Twitter are fucking pieces of shit. And they, and they know how to fucking get under people's skin, and they like to hide behind their fucking keyboard and just fucking make people feel bad about themselves. So I sympathize with her because... Look, look, we all use this shit, and a lot of us use it to promote something else. So she's probably got her fucking page or whatever, and she's probably trying to promote, like, her acting career and shit. And the last thing that she needs is some fucking fat asshole from Grass Lake, Iowa, fucking making her feel like shit because she's not the right Batwoman character that he gets a boner over. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> Here's my thing, especially with celebrities. A, 
you can have a handler or somebody that takes care of that account for you, and you don't even have to read one fucking comment ever from anybody in Grass Lake, Iowa. Shoot. Sure. But, but somebody like Kelly Tran, who was in Star Wars, who, who doesn't have a handler because it's, it's probably the biggest movie she's ever done, and she's, like, just posting, like, cool things on her fucking, you know, social media or whatever. Like, you can't tell me that person could just... Oh, here, take care of this. Okay. I've gotten too big for my britches now. Like, that person doesn't have that kind of thing. And quite honestly, okay. Ruby Rose probably doesn't either yet, you know? It's like, the biggest thing that she probably had done to this point was what? Fucking Orange is the New Black? I mean, yeah, I'm not a fan of hers. I don't think she's that great of an actress. But my second point was also going to be, why fucking read the comments? Why? I mean, we all know that everybody out there are just giant pieces of shit who like to type shit behind their keyboard and act tough. So why does it matter? I mean, why why do you let someone's opinion who you don't even know exist affect your fucking day? Look, because, look, man, because artists are like, actors are sensitive people. You got to remember, I married then one. Then don't get on Twitter. No, man. It's, it's not that easy, dude. Like, like, I married an actor and they're very sensitive people. And... They want to be able to express their 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 craft on social media because at the end of the day they you know they want the accolades they want to be able to feel like they've done good especially if they're proud of a piece or you know look this woman probably went out and was like look this is fucking exciting I get to play fucking Batwoman and you can't help it but like you know catch someone's fucking shitty opinion about stupid shit like. I completely disagree with you. Like, there's no fucking way that there's any reason why you should be shit-talking somebody just because they got a fucking no, role I agree. on a fucking TV show. Like, that's fucking no, stupid. No, I agree. For basic human decency, you shouldn't be out there shit-talking anybody. But right. we all know that those shitheads exist. I just don't know why they have any weight in their life, in, in anybody else's life. I get that they're sensitive people, but again, then maybe that's why they should just don't read the comments. It's like, when you open up your Twitter and you look at the messages you get... Maybe read the ones from people you know who they are. Because if they aren't, if they, here's but, the thing. But look, if, they're not getting like four or five messages. They're, 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 they're a person who's, who's in the media. So they're, they're probably getting hundreds of messages. And when you're trying to like filter through hundreds of messages to find. I'm sure through hundreds of those messages, there's only about 10% of them from people they actually know. Sure. But you know well, that, how easy I mean, it is to find something? 10% of fucking messages covered in shit. Uh, I don't know. I would imagine I would just scroll and see who they're from, and if it's from somebody I know, then I would read it. If it's from somebody I don't know, I probably wouldn't read it. I mean, and the interesting thing is, in the same way that you say that they're out there looking for validation in what they do, so you got their people that are their fans going, hey, you're doing great work, and then you have people that are shitheads going, hey, your work sucks. But they're not even saying... Their work sucks, dude. Like these people no, are no, no. like. No, no, I'm giving you the, the the like plainest plainest version. My point is, it's like you're putting you're putting value in the people that are giving you the good comments and not the people that are giving you the bad comments. It's like if you don't know but these people, what what do their comments it's matter not, regardless if they're good or bad? But but the problem is is that their their bad comments isn't hey you know you, you did a crappy job on the show. It's hey you're a fucking piece of shit for taking this role go fucking die like that's not cool. okay so on the other end of the extreme would be the email going oh my god i love you you're the greatest person in the whole world i love everything that you fucking do sure but nobody's gonna those wanna... are just two opinions from two random people that you don't know in the entire world their opinions should hold the same around the water good or bad 
What does it matter? Fucking matter. I mean, at the end you don't it, know these people. You don't. It's know. not like your mother or somebody you know coming up to you and going, "Hey, you did a great job." And you're going, "Cool, thanks." Still, dude, like nobody wants to hear this kind of shit. Like, can you imagine? Well, no, that's what I'm saying. Then don't but, but, read it. Then, but, they, but, but, then if it, they don't want to hear it, then don't read. Just don't go in and read it. I don't know, man. I'm 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 gonna disagree with you on this shit. I mean, I understand that it's a great tool to promote your whatever you're promoting. And I agree. That's usually what I read it for. I usually don't read the comments back. I don't get any comments back. But I'm just saying that, you know, if I was getting a bunch of shithead comments back, I probably just wouldn't read them or I'd turn them off. Yeah, sure. But that's you. You can't. You, I mean, just because. This is why I don't understand the other side of the coin. Yeah, but that's the thing. Sometimes you got to put yourself in, in other people's shoes and be like, look. Like, if, I mean, like, look, look, man, like, how many fucking poor kids can't just fucking be like, okay, it's just being an, this dude's just being an asshole, I'm not gonna do about it. There's fucking kids killing themselves over stupid shit like this, dude. That's a little bit different. These kids are like, have to face these people in school and, and, and walk around. Some of them don't. Dude, some of them don't. Some of them, like, like, do not. Do they just fucking, some dude fucking, you know how Twitter is. It's open to the world. So some dude sees your picture, you thinks you're cute, starts following you, and then starts shit talking you. So it's, 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 it's not even just. block that person. What? Then block that person. Isn't it but, just a little click of a button to block somebody? Yes, but the, 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 the damage has already been done. Again, I, I guess it's just me. I just don't understand why so much weight gets put on a comment from somebody that you don't even know. It's, look, man, it's... It, it, if you're that sensitive, my opinion is stay the fuck off Twitter. Okay, well, it's kind of like if you don't want your nudes leaked out into the world, then don't put nudes photos on your phone. Same boat to me. To me, that's to see, it's... Nah, man. And it's, you know what? They'll be back. She'll be back on Twitter. Kelly Tran will be back on Twitter. Maybe. They always, they always leave and they always come back. Maybe. But it, it, it doesn't excuse people for being, like, assholes. No. Never so, said it did. Never said I, that I think that's right that's where the asshole. root of the problem is, if people can just be cool yeah, about shit. you're not going to stop that. No. The only thing you can control is yourself. Sure. But at the end of the day, like, look, man, nobody wants to hear this shit. Like I said. No. So Agreed. I don't know, man. I think we're going to have the name on rice this shit because it's just, I don't know. So you you agree with her leaving Twitter? You agree with her? Sometimes, look, man, it, 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 look. It, I agree with her leaving Twitter too. Look, get off of fucking Twitter because fucking people are shitty and and you know, agree. there's no reason why you need to put up with this shit. You know, I wish I wish they had a way for you to post stuff and and, and not have anybody comment on shit because honestly, like like Instagram, you can turn off the comments. right? Yes, or at least you used to. I, I, I haven't fucked with that so in a while. I so. haven't either. So hopefully they still do that because, you know, I mean, fuck people, man. I, I agree. I concur. Uh, you know, social media has made a, a, a lot of people really fucking ugly, you know. And, and, and Key, I, keyboard tough guys, we like to call them. Yeah, you know, and it's... it's. I love watching that show Catfish. I can watch Catfish all goddamn day. Oh, Ugh. and there's a new one now they, they came out with, Charlemagne the God. I don't know if I talked about this already. He started this one called uh, Catfish Trolls, where they go after people who are just being bullies like that. Like, people that are just getting bullied online by people. Really? And, yeah, and so Charlemagne the God and this other guy, they meet up with that person, and they, like, talk about, you know, how they've been harassing them and stuff like that. And they fucking go bring that person and confront them. And be like, why are you such a dick? It's a cool show. Damn. Cat, Catfish Trolls on MTV. Justice. <laughs> it kind of is. Because I was watching this this story about 
uh, Twitch, which people play video games on, like yep. live stream video games. And yep. this girl, and people make a living out of it. And Which this girl was trying to make a living out of playing video games. And she had this one guy who was also a gamer just harassing the shit out of her and got like all of his followers to do it too. And she got all butthurt about it. So she wrote to these guys and they went and talked to him. His opinion was he didn't like that girl gamers were out there flashing their cleavage trying to get more views while they play games to get more people to pay to watch them. And he's like, that shit isn't... um it's not for uh, gaming and shouldn't be, you know, shouldn't do it, blah, 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 blah. And they're like, well, who are you, the fucking morality police? Yeah. Like, so the shit that you were doing and telling her that she should go drink bleach and shit like that, like that was any fucking better, you know? And, yeah. And, and the girl told him how much it hurt him and affected him. And he's like, oh, I didn't, I didn't think about that. So supposedly he wasn't going to be a dick anymore, but we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good show. Hmm. Catfish Trolls. That sounds um, like a hip-hop band. What's that? Sounds like a hip-hop band. Catfish, Catfish Trolls. Trolls. I agree. Um, uh, Disney News, you sent me an article that says that they don't want James Gunn back for Guardians of the Galaxy. It, it looks like... Story. So it looks like they had a meeting with him and the guy kind of, you know, in charge of things. And I guess he just was not, he just wasn't biting. Like, he just isn't bringing him back. It's not apparently worth the trouble to Disney to bring him back over some stupid tweets that he jokingly made um, some year, years and years ago. So, I don't know. I don't know what this does to, to, to this franchise. I don't know what it does to the synergy that this movie had. Um, the actors, I, I don't know what it does because... Uh, you know, there, there, there's to to me, especially with that franchise of movies, um, the Guardian movies, like it's it's not just the cast, it's not just the the CGI, it, it it's not just the story, but it's also the dude who's kind of like putting all the pieces together, and that was him. Um, yeah, but they're just not budging. So I don't know. It's it's look. It, it, he didn't do like for instance yeah it was stupid jokes he wasn't talking about any anybody specific he's just trying to be funny were the were they you know tasteless in 2018 sure but did he fucking pull a hulk hogan and call somebody the n-word no you know what i'm saying like there's a degree of difference here and like i like for like hulk hogan i don't know if i'll ever fucking i don't ever know if i'll ever look at that dude again you know, like, I say I heard he was getting back in with the WWE. Yeah, they've reinstated him back in the Hall of Fame and stuff. And sure, yeah. great, good for good for you. Good but at the end of the you. day, and look, a lot of the people in, in the in the, in the locker room, to, yeah, a lot of the people in the locker room are are still like, yeah, good for you, but I'm not on board with this shit. You know, there's yeah. a lot of African Americans that work there, and they're like, yeah, look, that that shit hurt me, and and I was a fan of this kid, this dude growing up, and for him to you know use this word. You know that you know that some of these people, you know, have have heard over their year, you know, in their lives, you know, and for their fucking hero to say this shit, like I, I don't, I don't blame any of these people for not forgiving this dude. You know, yeah, he's Toots. you know, and, fuck you and your vitamins. Yeah, man. Like I bought, like before before I found out about this shit, I bought this fucking super dope black and white fucking Hulk Hogan shirt. Never bought a did Hulk you? Hogan. Never bought a Hulk Hogan shirt. I'll in my say life. that surprises me. Do you hear me? I'm all did you. 
because it was a vintage looking shirt and I'm like, oh, this is cool. And it was kind of like the style that, of shirts that they were making for a hot second. And I'm like, yeah, sure, whatever, Hulk Hogan, yeah, legit, whatever. And then this shit fucking happened and I just fucking was like, all right. So I took that shirt and I fucking rolled it up and stuck it in the back of a drawer and I'm like, we'll see, we'll see how this pans out. Maybe I'll fucking throw it away. Maybe it'll sit in this drawer, but at the end of the day, I'm not rocking this fucking shirt. I could probably sell it for you on eBay. Ugh, to some fucking white supremacist. Gross. Probably. Gross. <laughs> um, yeah, interesting. We'll see what happens. Yeah. We'll see. Um, you know, I just mean, they're cool going to do people, the movie man. anyway. It's not like they're not going to do it. It's just going to, uh, we'll see what kind of vibe it, it, they have for sure. The worst part about it is that she'll probably do a solid job, and these assholes will start praising her, and it's like... Who? I don't know, the shit talkers. Oh, I thought you were talking about something like he was already replaced. I thought you you knew who he was replaced with or something. No, she still has the part. Ruby Rose still has the part. I thought we were talking about James Gunn. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I segued way too back. Way too back. Way too back. At what um, point would you start talking about Ruby Rose? I'm like, I don't know. I, I just I, she came back into my brain and shit and talk about superheroes. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see what happens with that franchise, man. I, I, I think, I think, a good chunk of the magic is is going to be lost on shit. So we'll see. Yeah, for sure. Uh, all right, let me give you a a quick eBay update. All right. So. I actually just opened my app and I saw this new message and uh, I knew it wasn't like a sale or something because I get an instant notification on my phone. And this one, this message says, uh, it says, uh, you can now, it says you can now list more. I'm like, what? And it says they actually up, they upped my uh, listings again from, remember I told you I called last week and they upped me to like a hundred. Yep. So now they just upped me to 190 a month and I can list as much as ninety five hundred a month from five thousand. That's funny because I hadn't even gotten close to a hundred yet. Jeez. I think I only had like thirty things up at the most. And even that sounds daunting to have to like manage. Managing it once it's up is is, is pretty easy. Really? Um. Yeah. It's just it, there's a list that shows you here's what you have, here's what's active. It's usually listed by you could sort it however you want. Mine's just by um, date, like what was listed first. Speaking of, I'm waiting for pay- <coughs> payment. I woke. Up, I love when I wake up in the morning and there's like sales or and shit like that. I had this. Um, I found some like backstage passes that I were never used, like some sticky passes and shit like that. So I listed. I had one, like one from the Slayer show. It was Slayer, Clutch, and System of a Down or something like oh, that. Shit. So I listed those on eBay. I listed it for like ten bucks. And I woke up this morning and there was somebody going, "How about six? And I'm like, "Yeah," because the fucking shipping was like six bucks. You couldn't just put it in an envelope. It has to be like a, like a track. It had to be like a priority envelope or something so it could be tracked. Oh, but um, that's why I was like, I gave it to him for six bucks because I'm like, you're you're paying more in shipping than you are in that thing. So fine. So anyway, so we ventured out this week to the thrift stores to okay. look for stuff to sale to sell and <laughs> to sale and um. We went down to the big old Salvation Army down um, down south. It was a big old family store, and it was just – it was huge when we walked in. It was like an old grocery store got taken over, and it was just packed with people. The cool part is that we walked in, and everything was 50% off. 
Oh, that wow. was the second one we went to. Anyway, that was the first one. So anyway, we looked around, but we didn't really find anything. We think we kind of got there late in the day. I, I, find, I kind of feel like there were some people that were p- doing the same thing, reselling and picked through before us because we didn't, we didn't find anything. Huh. Um, so we left there. The next day we went to this place called Savers. I'd never heard of them before, but they're a giant re- thrift reseller too. Um, their prices were a little higher. Their shirts were like around five bucks. Their dress shirts were like around eight bucks. Husband was looking at shoes and they were kind of overpriced. So we didn't get any clothes there, but I did walk away with, um, I found a sex in the city trivia game for a buck 99. I bought that for me, (laughs) but I also found like, um, Rolling Stones trivia game, like the band trivia game, like still new in a box. It was only two bucks. So I'm going to list that. And then, the, then this week I went out to a couple places on my own. One called Angel Angel View. That's like a church one. But they, they're kind of a chain too. There's a few of them around here. That one was really nice. Their shirts were, were like – their sports shirts and T-shirts were like a buck ninety nine, And their dress shirts, button-up shirts were like three fifty. And wow. then they have these sales. They'll be like, oh, everything with such and such tag is like half off or whatever. Um, and that place is real nice and quiet. So – I got some shirts from them. I got like some, um, I got some Disney shirts, found a couple like Mickey Mouse shirts. Disney stuff always resells. I bought it for three fifty, So I'm trying to sell them for at least like seven bucks to double my money. Okay. I think next time I should wait until those are on the half off sale, pick them up for a couple bucks. Cause they only make about 10 bucks each. Okay. Um, I found a Tommy Hilfiger shirt though, a nice button up one. Those usually rake in at least 20 bucks and I, I paid like six fifty for it. But yeah, I think on that place, it's like, I should probably wait till the half off. It will probably help. But I also picked up this, these pair of like snowmobile pants for girls that look like brand fucking new. I picked them up for like six bucks. They look brand new and they're super cute. They're black with all those like pink, um, like tribal shit and design and stuff on them. And uh-huh. I'm sure I'll be able to get at least 50 bucks out of those. Oh, nice. Um, I made a rookie mistake. Oh no. I picked up, I saw a box uh, that had a fishing, um, line in it. The real, the real, I guess the fishing oh. reel in uh-huh. it. It was a box and I opened it up and there's a reel in it and all the instructions, stuff like that. And I looked it up. And it was it was listed for half off at the thrift store. It was five ninety nine, but it was half off, so it was three bucks. And when I looked at the comps up on eBay, they were selling for like sixty bucks because they go for like seventy bucks new. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, score. So I picked it up. I got home. It's not the same fucking kind of fishing reel uh... that, that says on the box on the outside. I'm like, son of a bitch. I think I can clean that up. That one we have up, I can clean it and sell it for like ten bucks though. But um, but still, it's like fuck. Yeah, especially so, when you think you're you're gonna make. Yeah, a lot I more thought that was a it. score. I got all excited, going, "Oh, that's rad." So anyway, here's some stuff I sold this week. Huh. I sold this um, this hoodie I had up for a couple of weeks. It's black and it has like this Superman logo, but it says six 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 in it. <laughs> Shit. I had that listed for like thirty bucks, and then I dropped it down to twenty five the other day, and it, and today somebody offered me seventeen. I'm like, yeah, that's fine. You can have it. Uh. Sold some Disney nature DVDs, some new ones. I oh, I put together like a corn bumper sticker and a magnet. Somebody paid me twelve bucks for that. Jeez. <laughs> oh, I sold this Disney Cinderella Blu-ray DVD digital gold edition copy, whatever. I had listed for like fifty four ninety nine, and somebody's like, "Will you take fifty bucks for it?" Fuck yeah, I'll take fifty bucks for it. 
the fucking DVD that was sitting in a box. So it's still sealed up. Yep. Everything. Yeah. Most of, all the most of all the DVDs I sell, they're all still sealed. Damn. We never open. We never got around to opening them. I sold a. I found a Lincoln Park like a a laminate for one of the like a VIP laminate for one of the shows. I uh-huh. found an extra one like when I had X and I sold that. Sold that bitch for forty bucks. Damn. Sold a lot of Disney Blu-ray DVDs, The Incredibles, Up, and then a, um, a collection of Pixar short films, too, the second version. I sold all three of those together for 50 bucks. I sold a version of Up by itself for 37 bucks. I sold the, um, this Deftones hoodie I'd had forever. You know that one I had that had that Metallica logo on it, that gray one? Yes. Sold it for 55 bucks. Wow. And I sold a Cottonmouth King shirt for 25 bucks. Are they still a thing? Cottonmouth Kings? Yeah. I don't know. One of them died. Oh, shit. Oops. My 60-day total so far on eBay. Can you see it? Holy shit. Really? It's almost, almost 1200 bucks in just in two months. Wow. Yep. That's gross. That's before, like... Because they pay you for shipping, you turn around and buy shipping. I charge I charge everybody for shipping these days. The only people that don't charge for shipping is if you're paying me like around a hundred bucks or more for something. Like that guy I sold the three hundred dollar DVDs to. I I got the shipping on that one. You picked it up for him. Yeah. So if you want to check out my store, I listed almost all of the rock band T-shirts I have are now listed that I I currently owned. So everything else I grab now is just going to be from a thrift store. It, it's so funny because some of these listings, I'm like. This item has had one owner previously, me. And it's like, I can vouch, like, yeah. since its release, I can vouch I'm for that person. where it's been taken care of. Yep, it's been loved or hasn't even been worn. It's been sitting in storage for fucking 15 years. And what's, but, what's the name of your store? Classy Pug. Classy Pug, everybody. All one, all one word. And, uh, Jen, I will be getting around to that Nightmare Before Christmas stuff pretty soon. I'll probably be Dangerous. getting that up in the next couple months because October's coming. Dangerous. Yeah, yeah. Almost so dangerous. I know I'm sitting on a Nightmare for Christmas um, women's thermal shirt that I'm going to sell. Really? Yeah. What but about, I'm pretty sure. What about Pee Wee back there? Fuck that. Pee Wee's mine. Uh, <laughs> I, actually got, I actually got that off eBay for, 40, for fucking 40 bucks. That bitch still in the box, too. Nice. I wonder how much he's going for now, but I'm not selling him. I was thinking to myself, do you remember when eBay first started, like, 20 fucking years ago. Yep. I remember buying something and I would have to send somebody a check and you'd have to wait for, they would have to wait for the check to clear and then they'd send you your fucking item. Fucking technology, <laughs> man. Now it's like, yeah, I tell you my phone all the time. I was in the thrift store the other day and my phone's like, cha-ching, will you check this offer? I'm like, yep, I accept that offer. Cha-ching. <laughs> it's like, great. It's like, I'm making money while I'm looking to spend money. Uh, but yeah, well, but I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm telling you, my favorite thing on the weekends is waking up in the morning and and checking my phone to see if you got like, any business. Yep, any offers. Go shop, people. Go, Go shop. shop. Spend some cash money. Indeed. Especially if you like the Cottonmouth Kings. <laughs> Wait, what? And sometimes I was gonna sell stickers because I have a bunch of band stickers, but I'm like, they're not worth my time. They're only gonna be a couple bucks each. Yeah. So you know what I do? I put stickers sometimes in the band. Like if you bought a Cottonmouth Kings shirt for me, guess what? They're gonna be a Cottonmouth Kings sticker in that bitch. Well, that's that's attention to detail. Yes, that's customer service that's right customer there. That's customer service. Go, go buy something from me. Yeah, go, go, go make it rain <laughs> in her pockets. All right, are you good, Mr. X? I'm good. Let's wrap this thing up in a nice pretty bow. 
All X right. and Sheba, Goody Squad, episode 28. We out this bitch. Oh, no, I ain't lying. Good night.